I guess it would help if I put us in the uh, in the live stream. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Apologize for being late, everybody. We're uh, having some technical difficulties. Um, I'm trying to get the audio sorted out. You might be able to hear a bit of the feedback. So <clears> bear with us while we uh, get that sorted out. And uh, I think we'll get my suggestion momentarily. My suggestion. I don't know what that sounds like to the viewers. Somebody is already watching us. Can you tell me if there's some? Because oh, yeah. you guys might be able to just deal with the feedback. If the viewers can hear it, we don't want that. But I'm thinking I might have to just restart my entire computer. Uh, if that's what you need to do, I mean, uh, Andy and I can hold down the fort. And That's uh, what I was thinking. We'll, we'll try that anyway. I'll sure. see everybody live in a sec. All right, man. Um, see you on the flip. I'll be right back. Okay. okay. Well, hey, man. Hey. How's it going? Eh, it's going. It's been a little while. Uh, apologize uh, to everybody who uh, was anticipating the show last night. Um, it is a holiday weekend here in Ontario um, and most of uh, the country right now, if not the entire country. Yeah. So yeah, holiday weekend. Um, I had folks in from out of town and uh, things went later than I had uh, expected. So um, very graciously, you guys allowed me to push the show off to today. So I, uh, I accept responsibility for that one. You fiend. What I you, know. The world I will know. spin off its accent. Before we get into uh, what's happening tonight, uh, did you catch there was another TV spot yesterday, the day before, for Ahsoka? I, I believe there was a 45 second spot. Yeah. Yeah. Did you watch it? Yes. Uh, what'd you think? Oh, so good. I don't want to get too, too drawn into trailers and stuff because we are going to talk about them on our other show on uh, Random Fandom. We're going to do that tomorrow night. Uh, in its regular time slot at uh, 6 p.m. Eastern, so you can uh, join us for that one. But did you think there was a lot of uh, anything new? There's a couple of little things. Well, we finally get to see a live-action Inquisitor uses lightsaber like the spinny thing. Uh, that's true. So We also got to see the uh, back end of the ghost. Yes. So for sure, so the confirmed. ghost is making an appearance. Radar says, uh, it sounds good to me. Well, I'm glad that it's sounding good on your end. Hopefully, uh, Hank, the restart on his computer is enough to, uh, to bump it through. Correct. The gremlins. Yeah. <laughs> the ghost in the machine. Speaking of, have you seen the new Mogwai series? Is it out yet? It is out and airing. It's, uh, who's got it? Is it? I think Cartoon Network has it. Oh, okay. I was going to say it's not a Netflix thing, is it? No. Cartoon Network uh, Gremlins. I have not seen that. I I watched a couple episodes and I'm I'm not happy. Oh, it's uh, why? What's it's going different. on? Like the animation style already out of the gate. Yeah, doesn't really catch me. But that's you, know, fair. you can't fault them for that. That's my personal preference. Of course, yeah. But the storyline, like there's wizards and gremlins working for this evil warlock, and so is this a, a is this a I, a period piece like it is, is it, it's okay. like supposed to be taking place like a hundred years or more prior to gotcha, the movie. gotcha yeah north america um asia uh i would say heavily asian influence okay. because it feels like a feudal japan type thing mm. but i kind of thought that they were uh they were well there was like an imported thing right yeah yeah he was like selling antiquities and whatnot from strange and faraway yeah, lands yeah yeah exactly exactly well that's interesting to know i wasn't I, I was aware of it we talked about it before. we did but then uh they didn't really promote that it was dropping or no i check it out definitely. now on whatever but. i watched the super mario brothers last night 
What'd you think? Uh, it was good. I was really tired. So I, I may have had a couple of extra long blinks while I was watching it. <laughs> oh, but I'll have to give it a second watch for all the Easter eggs. <sighs> right from the get-go, I, I was very impressed with all of the little visual cues. Like yeah. in, in, all the photos on the wall in the restaurant were like, oh, look, there's the guy from the go- Nintendo Golf. And there's the, yep. there's the screen from Duck Hunt. And the name of the place, uh, the the the... Oh my God. It was like something, something foul. Like there's a duck on the building on the, on the marquee. I thought it was quite cute. Yeah. 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 So, uh, tonight we're going to be talking a little bit more about, uh, Ahsoka. We're switching over to, to live action, not to steal Hank's thunder, but that's where we're at. Um, the road is drawing close to the end. We've got this episode. We've got another, uh, one more live action. And then the, yeah, one more. Yeah. The Hank list. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's awesome uh and then it's right into uh right into ahsoka which that marketing is rampant is, is in full swing now yeah. so uh, if you have not uh, had a chance to take a look at uh, the live action trailer and the tv spots for the show go check it out what did you think of the uh, the master and apprentice uh spot i don't know that i've seen that one it's yet. another short one but it's uh is that the one contrast sabine are kind of uh going at it 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 uh um Wow. Uh, okay. Hang on a second here. I'm just getting a message from Hank on our private chat, looking for another, another, uh, login. Stand by. Regardless, it does look good. So I'm, I'm going to fill some airtime here. Go for it. Uh, I didn't get to see the Meg this weekend. Apparently it's not playing at, uh, our local historical theater. So I'm, I'm holding out. Apparently Barbie broke the uh, 1 billion mark. I did hear that Barbie broke a billion and I'm like, Oh, what? Uh-huh. <laughs> Joining a list of apparently 50 movies that have done so. Uh, just 50, just 50. Well, that seems like, uh, that seems like a very, um, it's a very short list. Mm-hmm. Uh, here we go. Now, what are we doing? What are now, we doing? Did we hear that the Mandalorian, season four might be turning into a movie uh this has come up and i'm not sure i, I haven't um, researched what the validity of this is. rumor but i i would almost want a season you know don't don't give me a two-hour movie give this, me a six-hour season we know that the live action series that are set in the uh i guess we can call it the uh, combined mandoverse we're gonna terminate with this yeah uh, the feloni movie um does that mean that is the 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 next the, the fifth, next fourth end. fourth fourth season of the Mandalorian? Yeah, I can't see them doing that. I mean, do you? I mean, they did that. No, I shouldn't say that. The line between uh, uh, television series and film is so blurred now. Yeah. Um, and the production budgets on on these shows are uh, what is going on here. Uh, that doesn't make sense. Sorry. I'm just trying to troubleshoot what's going on here with, uh, with Hank. We're trying to get him back. We're, uh, <laughs> this is what happens when you do stuff in the background. He says that that one's no good. Did I give him the wrong one? Maybe. I think it's been, uh, 10 minutes since the last one. 556. Oh, I see. I see. Hold on a second. My problem. My, uh, apologies. Uh, We'll try that one. 
maybe it'll work. Maybe it won't. <laughs> What's interesting is when you use a, a third-party streaming software and uh, they they use uh, for security purposes. There's no um, there's no just straight login. It's you got to request you request a security code, which I personally find that to be fine. It's uh, it doesn't bother me. Yeah, it's not too bad. Normally, this stuff is done ahead of time, and uh, we don't have uh, issues like this. But sometimes it does. You get that uh, ghost in the machine, and uh, that's what happens. This is going to make for a great audio one, isn't it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll have to chop it up a little bit. I've I've got the. Uh, I'll be back in a couple seconds, so we'll just see what happens. Oh, followed with a. Grrr. Oh no! <laughs> Can't be that good. You know, we would just move on with the show, but uh, your browser doesn't support. Oh, look oh. at that! Isn't that something? So anyway, what is it? Uh, <laughs> a clergyman, a priest, and a rabbit walk into a bar. A clergyman, a priest, and a rabbit. Rabbit says, "I must be a typo." Oh, oh, that's funny. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, uh, we got one new message. Okay, uh, that one. Ashoka. This is the way. Troubleshooting. Apparently, is the way. Yeah. Troubleshooting is the way. Um, like I said, normally we'd have this stuff sorted ahead of time, but uh, unfortunately that didn't happen tonight. <laughs> no. What you make you? Uh, my apologies again, everybody, but uh, that is what happens when you do it live. <laughs> Speaking of doing it live, um, I, I know I'd... Uh, <laughs> I think here's our next Wait, t-shirt. is that another t-shirt? Oh we my gosh, live. these things keep writing themselves. Um, we've been using StreamYard now for... Uh, StreamYard, by the way, is our... Uh, our uh, platform of streaming software that we uh, we do uh, like using. Uh, we've been using it now for well over two years. Uh, I joined the official StreamYard community group um, right shortly after we started using it. And there's a lot of tips and tricks and things in there. And of course, the people that uh, run the group are a lot of the folks that actually work for StreamYard. They asked last week, who's using StreamYard to run their podcast? I had said to them that uh, we are. And uh, we got invited to participate in a marketing study. <clears throat> yeah, so pretty excited about that. Have hey, you been to the dentist? You're back. That was like pulling teeth. And <laughs> you know, when you go to the dentist, uh, I must have gone to a funky website because Firefox. I yeah. restarted my computer. I did a test in Apple Music just to oh, make sure. sure. Yeah, through my headphones. Yeah, right yeah. To Firefox. That's why I signed in for a split second. Yep, I could hear you through my speakers, Isn't even with bizarre. my headphones plugged in okay so now i'm signed into chrome and we're lickety tickety stickety boo i'm getting uh no feedback no reverb everything sounds pretty good i will uninstall firefox and reinstall it at a later juncture interesting all right let me close this so so like bugs bunny said uh, on with the show on with the show what a miss what a miss what a miss i was just saying uh well we were mostly talking about troubleshooting and apologizing for uh the technical difficulties but sometimes that happens but i was just mentioning that uh we've been using Streamyard now as our live streaming platform of choice for uh over two years Mm -hmm. and shortly after we started after we adopted it i joined the official Streamyard uh facebook community group so i've been following that group now pretty pretty regularly like a few times a week mm. and uh, last week one of the admins who happens to work for Streamyard asked 
who's using StreamYard to do their podcast? And I said, my recording partners and I have been using it now for over two years. We do, we do. I got a private message from the admin asking if we'd like to participate in a marketing survey. Oh, cool. <laughs> so I have to email them back and say, yes, we are totally yes. willing. What, when would you like to set that up? So uh, that's Ooh. exciting. That's exciting. Mm. excellent 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 i'd also asked uh i'd asked andy if he had seen uh, i should ask you as well did you catch the, the tv spot the master and apprentice uh spot oh yes <laughs> what, what did you think um i love everything if you stamped uh, a silk tano on a rock yeah i would buy it same same and of course we have a new a, a new tv spot that came out i think we decided that was yesterday i believe so yeah yes. yesterday i um, have i haven't seen yesterday's because i sort of was quiet yesterday and then work all day today so great uh i don't want to spoil it for you no but, it's okay uh, we get our we get a look at the exterior of the ghost it's a very quick shot but the ghost and the t6 shuttle are in frame together yep uh, we also get a, a another look at that fight between Maroc, Ahsoka, and the uh, HK droid. That thing moves pretty fluid. It moves more more humanly than uh, than the uh, Grievous's uh, Magna Guards. Oh yeah. And, oh yeah. Anyway, it looks really really cool. Excellent. Excellent. Um, excellent. It is the road to Ahsoka. We're all it here is. now. So uh, without, further, to, uh, without further ado, I thought I would uh, turn things back over. You are in the con tonight, Hank. Do I have a little accessy poo? Where's my my buttons? You should have them all there. Uh, we haven't put up the slideshow yet. Ah, so do you, do you want that in now? Yeah, you can go ahead. And we'll, we can continue to ca casually talk over the first slide. Oh, sure. So I'll just, I'll just throw that oh, in there. And there it is. And there she and then, is. And uh, then flip us over here like so, that. Uh, Anybody, anybody guess why I picked that one for our cover? <laughs> Man, I don't know. I want a full body tattoo of a Silka Tano nah. over my whole body. <laughs> that that is the most samurai Western. Oh, it's a standoff. Like stuff tension. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And oh. I screen capped that about five times, and it was like like I was editing the movie. You know, like <laughs> the one where I got the cloak flowing the best was like that's the one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm over the moon about this episode. Really like watching it like this. And I know we did it before. <coughs> Excuse me. But now, yeah. You know, and we were focusing so much on what's Grogu going to do. And then, yeah. you know, when we get his name, we were like, Oh, I can't think past that. And, uh, you know, there's a few other moments I can't think past because of things that happen. But now right. like almost blocking Grogu, you know, if you were to rework this sh show and have, yep her be the, the protagonist of the show and have her on an adventure of the week and have those are the guest stars. They would bounce in and out, you know, like, like grow in this episode, Grogu and sure. I traded it. Like they were the guest stars passing through another ah, Ahsoka episode. Right, right. Okay. And so I think my writing will, will totally reflect that. Oh, that's great. Yeah. That's great. Is, uh, did you want to let that guy out of the closet? Oh, wait, this one bad star Wars jokes yeah i i i i took a plunger to the internet this week <laughs> to see what <laughs> i could get a good one <laughs> i thought maybe i got a little bit of <laughs> i got a little stuff here so why didn't darth plagius ever catch covid19 why didn't darth plagius catch covid19 mm -hmm. I, 
I don't know. I don't know either. Did he get the uh, the vaccine? <laughs> oh no! It's because he's immune. <laughs> That's a deep cut. Yeah, man. Wow. <laughs> it's written. It's written. It plays better written. But... He's immune. So if they, oh, we, I hope we don't good. have to explain that to any of our fans. But if you want to know, just hit us up in the chat, and we'll do it later. And that's that's been another episode of really, Bad really Star Wars jokes. <laughs> well done. On the list well of like 104, done. it was 103. I was like, oh, come on. <laughs> and those were in like sequential, and like those were like star ratings. <laughs> and we've done like 102 of them <laughs> for sure. Uh, let's jump in, guys. Mandalorian season two, episode five, chapter 13. Mm. The Jedi. Yeah. Written and directed by Dave Filoni. Oh my goodness. Got a runtime of 40 minutes without end caps, you know, the, yep. the squiggly lines on either side. Originally aired November 7th, 2020. So we didn't cover it all that long ago. 2020, you say? 2020, in the middle of COVID, we were doing other things. Wow. We think the timeline here is about much. five, six ABY. I believe that is correct. Hmm. We haven't done that big jump to season three yet. No. The Disney Plus description reads, The Mandalorian journeys to a world ruled by a cruel magistrate who has made a powerful enemy. But my synopsis reads, Tasked with returning the child to its own kind, the Mandalorian follows a lead from Bo-Katan to find the Jedi, Ahsoka Tano. Mm. That, I like that. Yeah, it grabs you. Tell him Bo sent you. <laughs> Tell him Bo sent you. <laughs> Cue the General Lee horn. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say you get five credits off. <laughs> nice. Nice. Open on the city of Kaladin on the stripped world of Corvus. Uh, it's centering on a pagoda or a temple-like structure while factories bilge filth into the yellow-gray hazy sky. Alarm bells ring out in the decimated woodland before the city gate. Moving through the flog, a shadow illuminates illuminates twin lightsabers dispatching armed sentries who wildly fire their blasters into the murk, missing their target as she returns into the darkness. Ahsoka Tano, cloaked in a gray poncho and use, using the force to project sounds as she disorients the soldiers, moving like a ninja, eliminating them one by one, even slicing through a tree to hurl a chunk of log at an assailant. Ahsoka moves like a master through the dank wood. And I think that's maybe my first point, like watching her move here. She's a ghost. She's she, she's learned a lot from Maul. <laughs> like, yeah, you know, she's so we've seen her really powerful. We've seen her do crazy stuff, have really yeah. good duels, one on one, two on one, even and hold her own, do, you know, resourceful things. We've seen her lead troops in combat. We've seen her defend herself against Order 66, but we've never seen her just kill people <laughs> like, right. like just kill people yeah this is yeah, a yeah. different kind of jedi she's like whatever's happened to her in the you know 20 well i guess it's probably five years since rebels six years since rebels something something like she's a, a woman possessed if you will oh yeah a tagruda possessed <laughs> i was thinking uh you know uh, re-watching it it's like do you guys remember shinobi 
Yeah. <laughs> the way she moves on the toes through the woods. Oh, yeah. it's so beautiful. And the, I mean, I, I played with the editing to, 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 you know, to make her pop in some of these shots. But yeah, yeah. It's, that it, it's so the viewers can see her, but it almost does a, 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 a disservice to the scene because she's not meant to be seen when she's hiding right. behind those trees. We we enhance the images for the viewing experience on our show, but yeah. that's not the way it necessarily yeah. was intended to be viewed. Because she moves in and out of the swamp. Oh my gosh! It's yeah, beautiful. Yeah. It's beautiful. Just and and the 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 thing being that the just you know you could still see a glimmer of her after the sabers are gone, but it's like the she's using the force to just disappear. Yeah. Right. A woman dressed in red and adorned with a magistrate's cloak takes to the gantry overlooking the approach to the city gate. She's flanked by a rugged-looking man man at arms and a pair of HK eighty-seven assassin droids. The woman speaks into the night. Show yourself, Jedi. Ahsoka Tano ignites both her sabers held low by her size, revealing she's standing right before them. <laughs> like that's that's yeah. awesome. She's been there. I'm the right time. here. Ahsoka <laughs> uh the, the magistrate says she's been expecting the Jedi, and Ahsoka returns, then you know what I want. But the woman atop the wall does not appear shaken. You will learn nothing from me, she jabs back. But Ahsoka is bold, confident. I will not give you that choice. She's, she, she's, she's a lot like Anakin. She's speaking, you know, I will not give you that choice. That's the, yep, that's the kind yep. of uh, negotiating tactics. Absolute. Right, right. Absolutely. Yeah. So I'm, confident. So I'm bold. I'm giving you a choice, but you don't really have one. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> um, the magistrate attempts to play her hand as the HK droid brings a prisoner, rough and frightened looking. She soliloquies. How many lives is the knowledge I possess worth to you? One? Ten? How about a hundred? The lives of these citizens mean nothing to me. Now because of you, these people will suffer. But this is not a negotiation in the style of Obi-Wan Kenobi. Ahsoka is razor sharp. They already suffer under your rule. Surrender or face the consequences. You have one day to decide. She's not playing. I, I love... I love this version of her. Like, so like, you know, this is the first five minutes or so yep, we've, we've yep. gotten of, uh, of her. And I'm not even thinking about Rosario Dawson at this point. I'm no, like, you just see Ahsoka. I'm, I'm, I totally see Ahsoka, which is, yeah. which is, you know, that's, that's what you want. Where are we? Cut to the title card, the Mandalorian chapter three, the Jedi. The child uses the force to procure. Oh, the Mandalorian, sorry. The Mandalorian approaches the planet Corvus the mysterious child by his side. The child uses the force to procure the metallic knob that he is enamored with. As the rest, as the razor crest lands in a burnt out clearing and having caught the child playing with the knob, he, uh, the Mandalorian admonishes him, telling him he's, it's supposed to stay with the ship. Having had no dealings with Jedi before, the Mandalorian surmises they should head into town to pick up a lead. Mando approaches the city gate, the child safely nestled in the side bag. He's greeted by the man-at-arms, Lang, and two of the armed soldiers. Lang asks if the, if the Mando is a, a guild hunter, and upon acknowledgement, opens the city gates, allowing him access. Mando approaches the locals, but they are frightened and will not speak to him. Armed guards appear and inform him that the magistrate wishes to speak. He's escorted down what seems like the main street of the magistrate's palace. In front of the main entrance, people in electroshock cages plead for his help, but staying on task, he enters the open threshold. Inside, 
the stark blackness, the stark blackness. Well, that's a weird typo. The stark blackens. <laughs> Inside the stark blackness, landscape gives way to lush greenery and clean water as the magistrate tends to her garden on a bridge spanning that water. A lone HK stands motionless at the far end behind her. The magistrate, I say the word magistrate so many times before they name her. The magistrate beckons the hunter to come forward asking, are you a Mandalorian? She tells him she has a proposition that may interest him, but he cautions her that his price is high. She tells him the target is priceless. A Jedi plagues me and I want you to kill her. Mando admits that's a difficult task, but she believes it's one he's well suited for seeing as the Jedi are the ancient enemy of Mandalore. Laconically, he reminds her, my price is high. She has the droid come forward and presents a long metal spear to the hunter. What do you make of this? She asks, knowing he'll not be able to resist. Beskar. He's surprised. Pure Beskar, she tells him, like your armor. Where do I find this Jedi? He asks, never really agreeing to anything. Yeah, I, I do like that, that he's... I don't know, aloof, a little bit. He, aloof. Well, he—I mean, it's—it satisfies her what what the Absolutely. deal is in her head. Yeah, yeah. But being that like strict man of the word, like yep. that man of honor, he he doesn't acquiesce anything. Fantastic. And the little uh, clanging of the beskar. That yeah, I mean, bang. letting it ring out. Yep. Deep in the murky woodlands, Mando and the child approach the given coordinates. And Mando cautions the youngling to keep his eyes open. They must be close. A, long, a lone convoy lurks in the trees above the pair as they make their way through the sparse dead forest. It is surely Moray, Ahsoka's familiar. And we, the audience, know she is close. I, I, was, I actually had him in that shot. I took the animated version and put him on the other branch. On the branch. <laughs> like, on the other branch. So there nice. Was two of them. Yeah. I thought it'd be better to, like, you know, point him out. The, um, the PMP works, I think. Yeah. And we'll we will we'll uh, we'll totally get into that uh, when we when we hit the August twentieth episode, uh, and because I'm, I'm probably going to spend a that... bit of time on on the uh, the Mortis arc. I'm excited to see how that plays out in the regular series, like because uh, I mean, Morai. We just assume Morai is always there, right? But like, how does Morai keep appearing if if he oh God, she does not travel with Ahsoka? through space well, this is it and Morai and so is... you really get the impression that he's some sort of extra yeah uh being sort right. of like like based the, on the, the last one chances are is full access to the world between worlds right right because he's sitting on right. top he's sitting on the <laughs> he's gate, sitting right? on yeah. The gate. Yeah. yeah absolutely uh mando takes a moment to place the child on a nearby rock to get his bearings suddenly ahsoka leaps from the trees both white blades of light and kyber crash into mando and he just manages to block with both beskar bracers it's not lost on me that she would have easily and purposefully killed anyone else in that moment on instinct mando ignites his flamethrower gauntlet but the jedi effortlessly backflips out of it out of the blazing garment Mando manages to deflect several more sword strikes before snaring Ahsoka in his grappling cable. Looking up, the former Padawan of Anakin Skywalker smiles, and she just backflips over a thick branch, hoisting the Mandalorian with his own attack. He manages to cut the line, and both combatants land square in a face-off. Mando is blaster-drawn, and Ahsoka both sabers at the ready. Raising a hand, he yells to the Jedi, Ahsoka Tano! Bo-Katan sent me. We need to talk. Extinguishing her blades and relaxing from her combat posture, 
Ahsoka spots the child watching from his rock perch, asking, I hope it's about him. I got to wonder, you know, like watching it again for the second time, that her leaping out of the trees and attacking him without, you know, questioning the validity for somebody who was at the siege of Mandalore, who participated in the battle, you would think that she would lead with a, are you a Mandalorian? You know, in the same sense that, especially uh, with her proximity to like, she's been in contact with Bo-Katan recently. Right. Right. I don't get the impression that this is where Ahsoka's living. No, I almost Perhaps wonder sieging the town for a few days, but maybe I get the impression that the, uh, as, and it's spectacular to watch. I feel like her leaping out of the tree and attacking him is almost like if you're a Mandalorian, I should be able, you know, this will be a test. This will a prove test. like, are you actually a Mandalorian? Right. Or are you right. just hired gun yeah. stolen? Yeah. Another yeah. imposter. Maybe Cobb Vanth doesn't do as well in that fight. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> In the light of, the, of a gigantic half-moon, Ahsoka Tano and the child commune through the force as Mando paces for, back and forth like a worried parent. Eventually, smiling to the young one, their conversation concluded. She picks the diminutive force wielder up and brings him back to Mando and they gather around a camp light. Mando asks if she can understand him. She tells him in a way they can feel each other's thoughts with the force. She reveals his name to be Grogu and tells Mando that the child was raised in the Jedi Temple. And that's the first thing. When we watched it the first time, none of us could like pause. Hold on a second. A <laughs> Before what? anything else happens, I need to sit with that weird name for a bit. And now it doesn't, you know, it's so natural. Is it that like a even... new, new flavor of Oreo? What is that? Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Did they say Goku? <laughs> and she tells Mando that the child was, was raised in the Jedi Temple on Coruscant and trained by many Jedi. But sometime... At the end of the Clone Wars, his memories grow dark. He seemed lost and alone. She asks if he can still wield the Force. And Mando asks if, if she means his powers. That he's seen the child do things he can't explain. And in a very Obi-Wan moment, she explains the Force to Mando. Force is what gives him his powers. It is an energy field created by all living things. To wield it takes a great deal of training and discipline. He tells her that his task was to bring Grogu to the Jedi, but Ahsoka admits that the Order fell a long time ago, to which Mando explains, so did the Empire, and yet they still hunt him. As the child drifts off to sleep, she tells the Mandalorian she will test him in the morning. Interesting. Everybody's getting tested this time. Everybody. Tested. At dawn, Ahsoka brings the pair to a small verdant area in the forest, lush with green bright moss, and she places Grogu on a covered rock. Ahsoka picks up a small rock and using the force gently floats it over to Grogu, and he catches it. She tells him to return the stone to her. He's reluctant. Mando thinks he doesn't understand, but Ahsoka knows he does. The Jedi reassures the child, but he drops the stone to the ground. She tenderly approaches him, taking his tiny hand. I sense much fear in you. It's the it's like those classic there's slight tweaks on these classic lines. Oh yeah. You get her in that Yoda. Like yeah. it's an inverse uh of, of Dagobah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Like it's so beautifully done too. She says he's hidden his abilities for many years to stay safe. Asking the Mando for assistance, she wants to try something different. She wants him to offer the stone to the child. He complies but has little patience when the child does not. Soka tells Mando that he needs to connect with Grogu, thinking for a moment. He takes the metal knob from the ship and offers it to Grogu. With a little coaxing, 
Grogu quickly uses the force to snatch his favorite toy. Mando is overjoyed, but Ahsoka is less impressed, admitting finally that she cannot train him. She says his attachment to Mando makes him vulnerable to his fear, his anger. Mando thinks all the more reason to train him, but the Jedi drops a bombshell. No, I've seen what such feelings can do to a fully trained Jedi, mm. the best of us. I will not start this child down that path. Better to let his abilities fade. And that's the first, uh, I need to pause this. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, because uh, if if she's got regrets, they, they, they certainly center around Anakin Skywalker. And oh, yeah. whether it's her inability to save him or if she has guilt over leaving the order early and, and sort of, you know, these, these things she has visions of. Uh, the things that would plague her in, in the in the small hours of the night. She says she must get back to the village, that she's delayed too long, and Mando only has one sabak card left to play. The magistrate sent me to kill you, he tells her. He didn't agree to anything, but if Grogu is properly trained, I'll help you with your problem. Mando lays down the odds, letting Ahsoka know exactly what she's up against, thinking even with twin lightsabers, they won't protect her from all that firepower. Ahsoka tells Mando who they're really up against. Morgan Elsbeth. Yeah. During the Clone Wars, her people were massacred. She survived and let her anger fuel an industry which helped build the Imperial Starfleet. She plundered worlds, destroying them in the process. Telling Mando they must free any prisoners, he tells her, a Mandalorian and a Jedi, they'll never see it coming. So we get, you know, and I still, I, I'm still in that uh, camp. And, and we decided this on our on our long form sort of review yep. uh, of the episode that I I firmly believe that uh, Morgan Elsbeth is the last survivor of Dathomir. Yeah, I'm still uh, uh, the jury is out on that one. Um, you might get an answer soon, though. I think so. The, mm -hmm. the, the, there's a popular theory surrounding her activating the navigation device. Right, is a use of the Force. So right, and maybe, I mean, well, coming she's up about here. to go toe to toe yeah. with the 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 chick that kicked Darth Maul's ass, and 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 yep, and she, she fairly well. well. <laughs> she kind well, of yeah. Well. There is that. There is that. Yeah. Where are we? We're approaching the gates. At the city gate, Ahsoka appears briefly in the fog, prompting the wall guards to begin pounding on a gong-like alarm. Uh, leaping deftly over the wall, Ahsoka fells the first guard with a sharp kick, igniting her sabers to block blaster fire. She uses the force to rip weapons from one guard and throws it behind her to knock the second guard over the wall. The gong guard swings a large hammer at her, but she cleaves him and the iron gong in twain. The Jedi has arrived. There's it. I'm, I don't know what else to say about that scene, but it's so, it's so beautiful. She plays with that one guard, like, I'll let you go. But then oh, yeah. rips, rip, rips the, the gun out of his hand <laughs> using the force. Doesn't even look behind her. Just whips it behind her. Hits him square in the head and he tumbles yep. over the wall. She's, <laughs> I, you know, if, if, if Rebels is peak Star Wars, this, this episode is peak Ahsoka. Yeah, yeah. For sure. The Jedi has arrived. Amassing at the entrance to the magistrate's palace, Els Ellsberg, Elsbeth Lang, several uh, several armed guards and two HK-87 droids watch as Ahsoka Tano appears in the mist at the other end of the sparsely lit street. 
She confidently strides toward them, tossing the right shoulder, shoulder pauldron of the Mandalorian at their feet. Ahsoka states bluntly, Your bounty hunter failed. Tell me what I want to know. Where is your master? And we're all like, Oh, it's what? Getting, they're peeling the banana back real slow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Tell me what I want to know. What is it you want to know? Oh, it's a master. Whoa, okay. <laughs> Just Morgan the throwing of, sorry, the throwing of the uh, shoulder pauldron though. Yeah. Like, yeah. You can see that being swapped out for a head so easily in like a oh, shogun movie. Yeah, yeah exactly. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and what a great guy. plan. Like, you know, like you can see that little scene play out, like where she goes to grab the pauldron and he pulls away, like that scene where Luke's putting the bracers on, on Chewie. Yeah, like, oh, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. no, I think I know where you're going with this kind of thing. Right, right, right. <laughs> uh uh, Morgan Elsbeth spits back, kill her, and the cadre opens fire with their weapons, the Jeff Jedi effortlessly deflecting the oncoming blaster fire. Leaping to the rooftops, Ahsoka draws the troops into the streets, bettering her odds. The courtyard, now clear, allows Mando to dispatch one remaining guard as he begins to free the caged prisoners. Ahsoka stalks her prey in the dark alleys of the city, emerging in a flourish of white lightsabers to eliminate her quarry before returning to the shadows. Lang and Mando face off in the street as Ahsoka, astride the wall to the Magistrate's palace, leaps inside. I had one thought about the palace, though. Just because mm. the air is yep. so much purer in there. Inside, yeah. Is she employing some sort of shield? There's a possibility that that's happening, sure. Yeah, and I mean, given my opinion on who she is, I wouldn't have some weird sort of cauldron force magic being able to do that same sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As we inside on the bridge, Ahsoka and Elsbeth size one another up like gunfighters in a high noon western. Removing their cloaks, each one readies their weapons. Ahsoka, her lightsabers, the magistrate, the Beskar spear. The com the combatants close and the clash begins. Saber rings off and penetral Beskar as the two exchange blows, and it's clear now that Morgan Elsbeth is a capable warrior. Jockeying for position, Ahsoka uses her acrobatic abilities to flip over her opponent, who in the moment of maximum effort manages to disarm Ahsoka of her long saber, sending it splashing into the waters. And I was like, uh, what? Uh, <laughs> I really was taken back by that. That's not supposed to happen. Almost like maybe she was taking this too lightly, but then you see how seriously she's taken every moment until now. Yep. And I think that she is actually, that move got her. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it, no, it, I agree it, with it that. was clean, yeah. Because she switches stance here in response. Oh, oh, yeah. With renewed vigor, Tano switches grips to the reverse hand style, and we know the magistrate is in for it now. Elsbeth cannot contain the repeated strikes from the skilled Jedi, and she is soon disarmed of her spear. The battle ends with Ahsoka bringing her shimmering white saber to Morgan's throat. Which is also very Anakin. You know, that, you know, Ahsoka would have stopped him from doing that. Yeah, yeah. You're beaten. <laughs> you are beaten. Back outside the gate, Lang tries to distract Mando by continually talking, telling he has no personal quarrel with the armored warrior, but the sounds of battle inside is quelled, and Lang admits that the Mandalorian, to the Mandalorian, that his side is lost, and he kneels to lower his weapon. Seeing the Mandalorian relax his pistol hand, Lang goes for his own sidearm, but Mando is much faster, and Lang's midsection explodes in a fiery shower of sparks. He falls dead in the dirt. I think he felt that one. Yep. Oh yeah, that was serious. I think he really felt that one. It's like, was there a? <laughs> did you have a, a, a thermal detonator on yes, you? <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> that's a big explosion for one shot. 
He probably did, though. <laughs> he probably did. Could maybe he was already partly cybernetic, and that just is a reflection of hitting some of I, that I, stuff. I tried really hard the first go around to figure out what his armor was made of. Yeah, it's, kind of, it's got this Dengar uh, kind of vibe. It does. It yeah, it looks like he's got at least one shore trooper pauldron that's been yep. painted, and that that could just be a, a reuse of assets, not necessarily an in-world. I've got a stormtrooper armor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Back inside Elizabeth's courtyard, we get the money shot close up of Ahsoka's face, her blade still at the throat of the antagonist. And we get the gigantic reveal. Now, tell me, where is your master? Where is Grand Admiral Thrawn? And I'm not sure if my jaw will ever really attach. <laughs> <laughs> bah. Bah. And I mean, if we were going any more rebels, like. You know, I would love to have seen, you know, some animation that introduced, like, now you want to know. Who is Morgan Elizabeth? You want to know more about her. Yeah. What really is her connection to, to Thrawn? So all this leading up to this moment is I'll be getting these clone war vibes. You know, she's talking yeah. about Anakin. She's, she's acting like that sort of rogue Jedi that she has to be. And this is, this is the first sort of inkling that, Oh, actually we're, we're kind of more linear to rebels. When as yeah. soon as she drops Thrawn, you're like, Oh, we're, we're sort of uh, on that that trajectory does this not make you feel that like some of the stuff we're going to see in the ahsoka show is going to predate this episode i yeah i really do yeah because i um there's a fight and it might be um it might be in the trailer i'm talking uh, yeah uh, sabine okay. and um hattie Shin yep, Hattie. Shin Hattie, yeah. And it looks like they're fighting on Corvus. Well, so I yeah, in our trailer breakdown, I had suggested that that it might actually be Corvus. Right. Yeah. It it, it has the same so kind similar. of hazy look. It's pretty much the same guards with yeah. the gas mask stuff. Guess it could be Exegol. <laughs> uh, oh. <laughs> could be, be interesting. It but would be neat. <laughs> I, you know, I kind of thought is is Corvus like what we saw in the trailer? Is Corvus too on the nose? Like uh, maybe it's not. Like, but you're. I mean, you could be right with like you know, Mister Filoni has said you know things aren't necessarily linear. Yeah. Linear, but we. I mean, they, they have said that this is supposed to run congruent with the third season of Mando, oh, but right. that doesn't mean all of it has to be like the through no, line no, could exactly, definitely exactly yeah yeah in the wake of can come up like no problem that's why right. easily like, look easily at the book of boba fett right you yeah and, oh my gosh yeah a little time travel could uh, throw everything into the <laughs> crazy array there too yeah in the wake of victory the folk of corvus celebrate in the streets the citizens selecting one of their own as the new magistrate adorning him with the robes outside the city gate ahsoka offers the beskar spear to mando I believe this was your payment, but ever a man of honor, he admits he didn't fulfill the conditions of its procurement. Ahsoka smiles at him, telling him, however, that it belongs with a Mandalorian. He accepts and tells her he must go to the ship to get Grogu so that she may begin his training. And and then we're sort of reminded that this show is actually about these two. Oh, yeah. yeah, <laughs> yeah. This, this moment, it's still sort of a little bit painful because he's 
they haven't even really bonded. Like he he hasn't lost him and then recovered him and and right and, and gone through hell and given him up to in that moment with the the naked face touch and all that. Yeah, crazy, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, um, the other things that make you cry. <laughs> right, the other ones. <laughs> Back at the Razor Crest, Mando finds Grogu fast asleep in his tiny hammock. He tells the child awake that it's time to say goodbye, but the child barely stirs, nestling tighter. For an undisclosed amount of time, Mando holds the child in his arms, staring down at his diminutive charge. So long, I think, that Ahsoka comes to them. Outside mm -hmm. the ramp, Ahsoka tells Mando, you're like a father to him. I cannot train him. But Mando protests, you promised, and I held up my end. She stares at the child and exhales a long sigh before dropping the episode's second bombshell. There is one possibility. Go to the planet Tython, there you will find the ancient ruins of a temple that has strong connection to the Force. Place Grogu on the Seeing Stone at the top of the mountain. Then what? Mando inquires. And she adds, Then Grogu may choose his path. If he reaches out through the Force, there's a chance a Jedi might sense his presence and come searching for him. Then again, there aren't many Jedi left. Mando thanks her, and she offers them a hearty, May the Force be with you. And as the razor crest lifts off for Tython, the Jedi strides off into the wood, cut to black. Tython. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah. that, like, we, that's, I remember saying we're, we're hitting Star Wars bedrock. <laughs> yeah. There's so right. much stuff going on in this episode that doesn't bear on Ahsoka Tano, like the, the, you know, the, the thread taking him for training and the, um, and that the the fatherly aspect and and the reason really why we're here is for him to find her, but focusing on her bits. I mean, yeah, yeah. Uh, the things that I think, like if we're talking about why is this significant to the character development of Ahsoka Tano, it's sure it's it's now we're adjacent to the the series that we're about to embark on. We're, this is a this is a po a post uh, galactic civil war. Ahsoka. Ahsoka Tano, who now maybe for the first time in her life is able to devote some time to her personal goals or yeah. personal, dare I say, wants. And I think this is significant moving forward because this this episode was written and directed by Dave Filoni. Yep. And all eight episodes that we're about to get will be written and directed by Dave also, Filoni. Yeah. yeah. And so... It feels like we're in good hands. It, it feels like we're going to get a good ride for at least eight episodes. I think so as well. And I love I, that single vision sort of, I, I mean, don't get me wrong. The Mandos have been amazing with that. The guest directors. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that, that whole I mean, thing has been, been killing it, knocking it out of the park. But uh, I love that sort of single vision, that, that clarity of purpose that. Um, There's a cohesion there. That's just yeah, not necessarily. Yeah. And I always cite, I always might cite uh, Smallville because it's sure so like perfectly done linearly yeah 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 uh, significant as we make the jump from animation to live action and hence the switch from actors portraying the character for what's 15 years now we've yeah. had ahsoka tano uh, uh, ashley Eckstein, yeah and it's yeah. absolutely standing uh through her tenure but we make way for the fandom picked rosario dawson and i don't think I wasn't in that camp was that was complaining about her tales being too short. It, it was in the back of my head, but it wasn't anything that ripped me out of it. 
I think I was just more for me, it was more from a practical point, like, oh, I get why they've done this because she's she's got to be able to move. Yeah. Right. Yeah, exactly. So it didn't really bother me. It was like, oh, that's a little it's too bad. But and you know, I get it. The first time I watched it, I I I did I watched it like I try to watch them all first like a fan, like casually and try to do enjoy yeah, it before I start yeah. to dissect it. And not once did I go, Oh, come on, where's Ashley? I, oh, come on. I no, I that. didn't. It was either. just the character. I didn't. And then do when that I yeah. on subsequent watches, watching her mannerisms and watching the way she smiled and the way she moved her body, and went, she's been studying. Oh, she's done her homework. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, man, I can't wait for this. This thing. What is it? Sixteen days? Fifteen days? Yeah. Yeah. We are. Uh. uh wow. What is it? It's uh, August uh 23rd 23rd so we yes. are we're on the seventh today uh yeah so i think we are 16 yeah awesome yeah 16 days i'm interested to know like it, we just talked about uh go to tython uh the the henge the seeing stone there's a whole lot of questions there for me like wow uh apparently the, the <laughs> seeing stones are a, a jedi yeah uh, a telephone system <laughs> right what's right that a, what's that about there's a there's a verisimilitude to all these temples that we're seeing you know whether it's right. the iconography carved in the walls whether it's the sort of hinged structures whether it's um they're all sort of circular in nature yeah they do share that um yeah I, the, the pointing stones also acting like a focusing for a satellite uh, yeah right? very much so yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Well, it's 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 neat to like think that that's their like make a galactic call through the force. Perhaps it focuses their energy enough to, to be well, able to just, just you know. It, it just makes you wonder, like you know, is that something? And it very much could be. That could be something that we see more of in say the, a show like The Acolyte, which is going to be right. even further back in history. Wouldn't you like to see what these device these uh, these uh, sites were actually intended yeah. for. I mean, it's so we we focus on these these characters that are are the pinnacle. Uh, you know, Anakin yeah. Skywalker, like Dave Filoni. I guess yep. I don't yep. even know why this caused a fervor, but apparently there was a, a a fervor in the fandom when he said that Anakin Skywalker is the best Jedi to ever be a Jedi, and and people went whoa 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 whoa. How can you know? But like, sure, I I don't disagree. Like, I mean midi chlorine counts things of that nature but we we're, we're focusing on our obi-wans and our yodas and our mace windows and right, our Tanos. Right. it would be neat to have a prodigy style show where because not everybody who is a jedi has 50 million midi chlorines there's there's right. some people that are like 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 have 90 that's right, <laughs> right? Yeah, that yeah. are that are technically jedi but they're not you know and so they get a nosebleed every time they move up. Right. A so block. well, Grogu at, at 50 <laughs> or or one, say, you know, like yeah. scale him, needs this seeing stone with this powerful temple to project his force in order to do that. Yeah. Luke Skywalker can just do it from wherever the heck he is. Sure. <laughs> Although right. technically he was in the temple, he was just outside the temple on, on a stone. Oh, yeah. Too. Like so maybe there is something to that. Well, and he... then, but Yoda was already on Dagobah at that point. So who knows? The gardening you're... Jedi. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Mind's mouth on YouTube. Uh, the gardening <laughs> Jedi. <laughs> no, exactly. There's, yeah, there's like, there's sanitation workers and people that work That's in right. the, uh, the Jedi uh, <laughs> cafeteria. 
well, we floating your egg roll over to broom. That's yeah, broom boy, <laughs> broom boy, right? Broom boy down in the stables. Well, yeah. and then there's that. There's like you know, if there's this list that they have on a holocron of all these children, and that's destroyed, right? Then there's all kinds of children wielding the force, or at least oh potentially gosh, yeah. wielding the force. Sorry, you when you say that, does, that doesn't stop, right? Just for the audience' sake, talk about the holocron. We were talking about the one from uh, uh, Fallen Order. Yes. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. So. Uh, yeah, which was the sort of the crux of that game was to go and find this this list of of force sensitives throughout the galaxy right, and rebuild the Jedi Order and at the same time protect right. those children from Palpatine, who's seems bent on you know collecting children. But you you do when you take away the lens of of sort of morality, you go so were the Jedi. <laughs> oh, that's so true. That's how the stormtroopers kind of did yeah, things too. Well, and well, the first order <laughs> seems to be following suit. And it doesn't seem safe to just well, we like to people. get them young. <laughs> we like to get them young. Uh, mind's mouth, a follow-up comment. Uh, we need more artifacts in the series. Uh, specifically Sith artifacts. Hmm. What do you I think mean, about that? I, I, I love that stuff. If uh, Mind's Mouth, if you've ever read any of the Dr. Afra comics or even the, where they tie into sort of the Star Wars stuff. Yeah. Um, she's basically a Sith artifact hunting uh, character, really. She's like Indiana Jones sort of uh, kind of vibe character. And I mean, the the mask of, of Mormon uh, where uh, Vader puts it on an Imperial officer and this sith architect from from ten thousand years ago comes to life and habits yeah. his body and builds his temple yeah. on mustafar so if that's the kind of thing that you're into i strongly suggest you check out the comics because there's all kinds of artifact stuff going on there i i want to touch back on the uh the dathomir thing because morgan elizabeth she's going to be obviously she's, she's one of the, the major yeah she's mm-hmm. a major uh um antagonist for this uh series coming up yeah if she is in fact, one of the witches of Dathomir. Now we're not talking about the the mother Talzin and her people, but um, or maybe we are. We know that from uh, Fallen Order that uh, the witches of Dathomir have uh, uh, dwindled mm-hmm. <laughs> a lot, mm-hmm. a lot. But now we've seen uh, we've seen Palpatine uh, performing what I think to be Sith sorcery in the World Between uh, Wolves and a Door episode. We see uh, Elzebeth uh, activating the navigation device at the Henge. Mm-hmm. We could see more alternate uh, force uses uh, yeah. via via sorcery and magic. Technically, the last time we were there is in the Fallen Order game we were talking about. That's correct. That's right. right. So there are like floaty ghosts out there that still like even in Rebels. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, I guess actually Rebels takes place after that. Right. Right. Um, look at what's going on. And I don't want to spoil it for anybody who's not played it, but in the, in the sequel in uh, Jedi survivor, I mean, uh, Cal is given a, a talisman mm-hmm. like, wait a minute. We can now like, just like pack elements of, 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 of magic into a talisman. And now we can travel through space. <laughs> right. Uh, the, yeah. Uh, I mean, Lord of the Rings, they packed the light of, uh, the elves. Into oh, that that's true. That's true. Crystal thing. That is true. That's true. So, yeah, I agree. I I like that stuff that just adds more to Mm. the myth, uh, the mythology. I love that stuff. It's probably the thing I'm looking forward to the most, aside from just more of Ahsoka being Ahsoka, is is the the new breadth 
that we got from Clone Wars and Rebels uh, about the Force, like visiting Mortis and then and then all the holocron stuff and visiting the temples, uh, all that stuff. Yep. Um, on uh, on Lethal, I'm I, I'm just knocked out uh, by that sort of thing, and I'm, I think I'm really looking forward to getting more esoteric, if you will. <laughs> You know, if we're willing to sit as through Senate meetings and, yeah. and, and banking clan inaugurations, that's right. I, I'm really into the mythology of the force. I am too as well. And I mean, that that is certainly going to be, that is one aspect that I think we're all kind of looking forward to is, uh, is Sabine uh, force sensitive or not? Um, and, I mean, you, you go back and you watch that uh, episode where Kanan's training her and it, it's it it's i would say it skews heavily in that direction it kind of does yeah. it does kind of do that i don't get the feeling that like the, he's not saying the words use the force clear nope. your mind blah blah nope. blah like he does with us with uh, uh ezra but i don't get the impression that just anybody can pick up a lightsaber and connect with it you right. might be able to and wield it. You might be able to cut a tauntaun open. And well, stuff like, I was going to say, in. I mean, yeah, right. Han Solo can use it as a as a tool. And right, exactly, like a cut, tool. Cut his own leg off. But, you know, <laughs> it, it would be the same thing if I picked up a samurai sword. I might be able to cut you with it, but I'm not going to be able to cleave you in twain in a, in right. a way that, you know right. what I mean? Like, <laughs> Oh, I do, I do, yeah. yeah you're probably going to disarm me. <laughs> Man, we've got one more, uh, one more live action episode that we're going to get through uh, next week, and it is uh, the, the Book of Boba Fett. And then it's the, uh, the special uh, Hank list, um, which we should probably uh, publish that. Uh, yes, in the next I'm going week to have that. So. In the, yeah, I'll have those that information to you. So we can publish that and uh, mm -hmm. you guys can take a look at those episodes, which we're going to talk about in our, our last episode before we dive into Ahsoka Fano. Fano <laughs> I love these show. I love these uh, these titles, how they almost write themselves. But they uh, do. Yeah, they do. What, what if they do something without an a and an n in it we're screaming. i know fandor <laughs> mando ahsoka tano i know we're good we're good just keep pumping them out what are we going to do for the acolyte oh no the no the, the, fan, the fancolite oh, that doesn't work <laughs> that doesn't work facolite <laughs> that really doesn't work no it doesn't <laughs> uh, well that's a tomorrow we've problem. got some time to worry about that the jude law uh, <laughs> something Jude Law, the Keanu Reeves show. Seriously, oh, that's, that's a, a rumor. whole other thing. Yeah, isn't that a cool rumor? Yeah, that is a cool rumor. I, you know, I've heard it's like a cameo, but like that's a guy I could, I could have stick around in in a in a whole series and play something cool. Rarely have I seen him play a villain. No, that's and true. That'd be kind of neat to see him stretch his chops like that. Well, he gets to play half a villain in uh, Constantine's music. Oh, well, yeah. oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Face the yeah, yeah. evil versions they of get themselves. They get to be evil versions of themselves. Yeah. yeah I guess and Bogus Journey, too, because they do evil version of Ted there as well. And he's the son evil of villain. the devil in several movies. That's right. That's right. Well, everybody, this has been uh, our latest episode of uh, The Road to Ahsoka. I uh, hope you guys uh, enjoyed hanging out with us for the last uh, hour or so. It's been a great time, as always. We will be back uh, next week. But um, if you're looking for more, come hang out with us tomorrow night as it's uh, our latest episode, our next episode of uh, Random Fandom Tuesday. 
the show where we uh, talk about the entertainment and pop culture headlines that that uh, caught our attention over the last week or so it is a call-in show we uh, absolutely uh, look forward to taking your uh, your phone calls tomorrow night the the technology works you can always hit us up in our uh, custom uh, we got a whatsapp link there uh, in every video <laughs> it's also in the banner of our uh, youtube channel as well as on our uh, facebook page so definitely uh, uh, think about doing that. Otherwise, join us in the live chat on whatever platform uh, you happen to be watching from. Um, that being said, uh, thanks, Mind's Mouth. Uh, take care, guys. Thumbs up. Yes, uh, totally appreciate uh, the, the compliment. Thank you very much for that. Hope to see you again uh, on the next one. Anybody got anything they want to close out on before we uh, shut this one down for the night? The road's a little... We're getting to the end. It's a lot shorter oh, now. Man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> We've come a long way. Yeah, yeah, check, yeah, check yeah. out my Instagram for that. 16 days post. It's going to be like <laughs> trying to post one a day. I did uh, open the Rosario Dawson. I don't know if you've got yours open yet, Wes. I have not. One. I have not. It's I do so have one. beautiful. Yeah. yeah. And it because of these sort of ninja style pants, she has some okay. neat articulation that I've not seen before. Oh, and it's cool. pretty great. That's very, yeah. very cool. There's going to be a big opening party here when I get my uh, renovation done. <laughs> I've held off opening pretty much everything until the renovation is done. So I have a backlog of, well, let's just say it's, One or two. it's more than I have fingers. <laughs> <laughs> and <Yeah>. possibly toes. <laughs> I've been doing that since 2015. My well, backlog is huge. <laughs> I'm recovering nicely though. You can sort of see. I've, I've, I've I did of, see uh, uh, today like, actually when I was out, I did see on the peg, I saw a tall Durth in Imperial uh, uniform ooh. today. Um, I was tempted but then i i had to pump the brakes at gamestop on the weekend and and ended up with a short round because i could have like how do you not spend two hundred dollars on indie figures short round he's totally fantastic he's so worth getting yeah man you call him dr jones (laughs) (laughs) no more parachutes all right Listen, everybody, uh, for all of us here at Phantom Power, uh, my name is Wes. I'm Andy. And I'm Hank. And uh, we will all see you on the next one. So have a great week, everybody. Bye for now. Hey, guys. Thanks for listening to Phantom Power. Be sure to like us on Facebook and follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Stay tuned for our next episode where we'll be talking about another one of your favorite fandoms.